Yeah, I think I I embrace you in in some in some way. I embrace the the I embrace your your energy and that's awesome, man. What's going on? You're listening to the Moron Bro Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. Come, 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 come. My name is Keegan. I'm CJ. I'm Kyle. Uh, and we are the Moron Bros. We are the Moron Bros. Every single week we are coming to you live, bringing you the sickest, the gnarliest, and the heaviest music from across the internet and more. We are joined by guitarist. Yes. Yes. Of Saren. Kyle, what's up, dude? You know, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for hanging out. We were just. You uh, remembered your band's name and your name. I think that's, yeah, that's you, the first for a guest on the show. Honestly, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not. Do, I do not have a good average in remembering those things with guests and people that I've known for over decades. That I just forgot. Completely forgot the name of the bass player from Wraith. Just totally, totally blanked on it. I love Chris Peckis. By the way, if anybody's asking, I love Chris Peckis. I love that man. Anyway, so yeah, what's up, dude? How, thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, uh, uh, great to be here. It's like, like I said, my first podcast. So I'll try to do my best. I suck. I suck. I'm sorry. Oh, you're in the right place to suck. Yeah, you're in a good you're in good hands as far as that's concerned. We 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 suck every week and it doesn't sound like it. Like we sound professional, but it's it's not good. Anyway, hey, uh <laughs> the today is the day the queen got buried, CJ. Oh, they finally do they they bury her, do they cremate her? She's so a religious they, lady? I the, she's ordained by God as the queen. That's how they get their their queenliness. 
Okay. That's where the monarchs come Who's from. Who's God? The Christian God. The the Church of England. The Church of England is that like Presbyterian or what? I think Protestant. it's like it's uh, Protestant. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense because of the whole uh, the Catholic Protestant thing. Yeah. They get divorced. Yeah, the whole the... thing going on in Ireland and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you see? I sent you the video of the Irish football team that was chanting, uh, "If you if you hate the royal family, clap your hands during a one minute uh, round of applause for the Queen at a soccer match over the weekend." That was that was great. I was <laughs> It'd be a good time to tell people to check us out on Twitch after the show. Yeah, definitely after the show, go and check us out on Twitch. We'll be watching that video. It made the hair on my arms stand up to listen to it. I was like, oh man, I love <laughs> the Irish. The Irish are so beautiful. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a we're a dysfunctional bunch. That's the only way I know how to describe it. I mean, I imagine the, uh, the members of Saren are pretty stoked to watch somebody in the royal family go down. Given the album artwork alone, I'm just like, oh, these guys are based as shit. I don't think we, we, we care. Exactly. <laughs> no god, no masters. Hell yeah. Uh, I don't really understand why so many people do care. That's been wild, man. Like, oh, what is it? 19 hours people are waiting in line to see the casket. Yeah, but those people are like there. How many people do you think flew out from another country? How many, dude, yeah, like for real. Like 19 hours, bro. Like in all line. The, just all those stand. ladies that watch the royal wedding and stuff. And David Beckham me. was standing in line for eight hours. Yeah, but he's got the, the calf strength for that, you know? True. If anybody's going to do it, David Beckham owns that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I got I to tell you, so if you don't already know this, but Saren's not my main job, you know? Okay. You pay the bills, but I actually, uh, I work at a cemetery, and uh, funerals are fucking boring as shit, man. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And it's really uncomfortable. It's this whole process is just like, oh, I hate it, so... <laughs> like nine, we say like eighteen hours just to go look at a casket. Like it's basically just a long wake. Yeah, and they're not even. She might not even be in that box because it's not an open casket. Oh yeah, like that's a, that's my whole thing when I we work. I, I I've never seen a body. I don't know because <laughs> there's like I don't even know if there's anything in there. Like you said, like it could be rocks, could be gold, could be nothing. You know, it's like you never know. So I mean, if you suspect there's gold, I think you should follow that instinct just personally i just i'm saying i don't know at the very oh, least at, at the very least you'll get in the newspaper <laughs> uh, it, it, it definitely would, get you guys some metal street cred for sure yeah, uh, was that uh bad publicity is good publicity or whatever yeah exactly what's that that one guy went to jail for like eating somebody or eating like or killing like a goat on stage or whatever what was it that like deicide or am I thinking of somebody else? I don't know. There was like a band where like they either like killed a goat on stage or like there was like that band from like Switzerland they, that like killed their buddy and then drank out of his skull on stage all the time. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Where it's like even though that's a crazy story, it's like 
even I on the periphery of that music am like, that's wild. <laughs> like, I know about that band. I mean, I don't, obviously, I forgot their name, so it kind of defeats the purpose, but either way. I remember, like, hearing a story about the Misfits, like, went, like, into, like, they were down, like, New Orleans, and, like, they went into some graveyard to, like, check out the bones of, like, uh, Marie Laveau or whatever, and they all got arrested. Um, that sounds like something they would do. That does, yeah. They're all theater kids. <laughs> I was going to say, you work in a cemetery, so how often do you got to, like, chase theater kids off from, like, taking photos in, in cemeteries? Not often. Not often. They do it at night anymore. <laughs> uh, like, I don't know. The cemetery closes pretty pretty early, so, like... You'd have to hop a fence, and I don't think theater kids have the energy for that. That's true. Or they like the core strength. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, I, don't, I don't know. Who knows? They are pretty kind of limber, probably, because they have to do all that dancing and whatnot. Oh, yeah. And, and that's true. They got to do all that fucking, too, because they are theater kids. And it's like all they, that's like all they do. I mean, that's the payoff, right? Yeah, right. No, absolutely. Well, anywho... Let's get this show on the road. The first thing we do every single week after we talk about the Queen's death for five minutes uh, is our weeks in review through song. These are songs that nece- not necessarily like sum up our week, but just could be songs that we've been jamming to all week. Uh, for me, that song is... Fuck, I forgot what song I picked. Chat Pile? CJ. What's that? Chat Pile? Chat Pile with Y. Uh, this song was sent to me by Andy Reid of the uh, a former host of uh, what is it? this podcast is garbage. Uh, real cool guy, real uh, real good friend. He and I swap memes every now and again, and he sent me this song, and I was like, "This song rips!" Uh, so I wanted to play it this week. All right, I've been. Uh, it's been a couple weeks now. We haven't even gotten to it on the show yet, and I, I've been listening to it a lot this week. Uh, the new Chats album, fucked the new up. New Chats album, hell yeah. <clears throat> They're just like so purely punk rock. I can't get over it. Uh, it's so fucking good. And this whole album rips, and I couldn't figure out what song I wanted to pick. Uh, but you can't go wrong with a song about smokes when you're talking about the chats. So True. I'm going with the price of smokes. Just an absolute banger. Kyle? What's that? What do you got for your weekly song? Uh, 200 Stab Wounds. Yeah, 200 Stab Wounds with She Was Already Dead. Fantastic song title. Uh, I'm going to be going back and listening to a lot more of their songs. I've seen like six song titles. I was like, I really want to listen to that. Yeah, when we were looking up songs, I was letting you know. I'm like, oh, 200 Stab Wounds? Yeah. A, a sick band name will get us to listen to their full discography. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and, and I think that one meets meets the meets the threshold for sure. I still listen to Anal Cunt, and they're just terrible people. Horrible. What's his name? Seth Putman. So, yeah, he died, and then the new singer took over. And the first song that he wrote was Seth Putman. Seth Putman's a pussy because he had a heart attack and died. <laughs> and I was like, all right, this guy, this guy can hang. He knows how to write a song. Yeah. <laughs> So we got chat pile coming up. The chat's after that. 200 stab wounds. You're listening to the Moron Bros Show here at realpunkradio.com.
Let's check it out.
Sparks are going up again
She was already dead. 200 stab wounds there. The chats before that. The price of smokes. They wrote that song, I'm sure, before the queen died. Uh, Probably. I heard that all the petrol stations were closed. And chat pile. Uh, Why? (laughs) They closed the petrol stations because of the funeral? Yeah. Like a whole day. They just, all of Britain shut down. Okay. Well, I mean... Cool for the people that don't give a shit. Yeah, I heard it was very inconvenient. <laughs> I heard it was very, very inconvenient. I mean, just stay home and smoke hash and play Call of Duty, you know? No, absolutely, for sure. That day, free day. Yeah. But they probably anyway. didn't get paid for that either. You think that's a that's a paid? You think that's a paid holiday? Yeah. No, for sure. Because you, you can't think? control you can't control that. Yeah, but do you think right? They're just sending you home for the day. They're like, we got it. I mean, they have universal health care there. I don't think that they're like, let's not pay them for the day. I don't know Brexit, right? That's the thing. I know nothing about what Brexit. Yeah, I have no idea what that means. (laughs) I have no idea, but no idea. Anyway, we here at the Moron Bros are hosting a radio show. That means that we listen to music, and that means we started listening to music somehow. And with this segment, we are telling you our musical history. That's the musical history segment here on the Moron Bros show. Uh, We have gotten up to 13. Uh, We've gone through the country from when I was a little kid, the classic rock that CJ heard in bars when he was far too young to be in bars. And now we are finally at the precipice of like our teenage years. We're 13 years old in our musical history, CJ. What are what do we got? Uh what's your uh, what's your what's your 13th year look like? Uh well, I think we we determined that's like 8th grade. Yes. And I actually I remember being in 8th grade getting this CD and as soon as we thought about 13, I thought about CKY. Uh not just the band but the uh, wonderful cinematic masterpiece films as well. Right. Pivotal. Uh, it's just a big part of my life back then. Uh, nonstop CKY all around was happening. Think of all the tall things you wouldn't have jumped off of if it wasn't for CKY. Oh my God, my hip might still function. Who knows? Uh, I just all the children's bikes that I've stolen out of front yards to drive off of the roofs of buildings. Right. You know, how many of those, how many, how many kids wouldn't have gotten their, their Christmas bike stolen? Had you not seen like had six, you not seen CKY? like See, six, six, like six, that's kids. a lot. That's a lot. That's, <laughs> it's more than the average person. Um, but yeah, that is your pick for this week's music for your musical history. I'm, at 13. I'm going, yeah. I'm going we'll with CKY. Be, We'll probably be hanging out on 13 for a couple weeks, I think, CJ. Probably a long time. Yeah. I mean, well, I think 14 and 15 are going to be the real long ones because we listen to punk and ska music and everybody listens to punk and ska music for the first time at 14 and 15. And then usually people stop, right? And we didn't. And we didn't. And then (laughs) now we have a show all about it. Uh, My life, man. What's that? Rock saved my life. Yeah, dude. It Absolutely. saves a lot of people's lives, but you'd be very surprised how many people like people have heard that no effects broke up and they're like, I thought they broke up in 2002. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Kyle, what did, what, what did your 13th year look like and, and what band did you pick? Uh, 
Deftones. Deftones was a big influence and still is to this day. And I remember the first song I listened to was Street Carp. Because I like, uh, remember downloading it off LimeWire. Yeah, yeah. Back in the days when you could, you know, spend a whole day downloading one song and be just happy yeah. about it. So fucking happy about it. That yeah. is not the first time LimeWire has been dropped in this segment. Oh, when internet porn was still JPEGs. Yeah, <laughs> you'd have to individually download them too, like the the individual JPEG. Yeah, oh. just like line by line. See, what I didn't understand as a kid was that uh, ink was expensive, right? And so, like, I would always print them out because I was like, you know, thinking I I was going to be ahead of the game. Yeah. And just print out the pornography. It's not sturdy paper. <laughs> it doesn't last. It doesn't last. <laughs> uh, not only that, but like it runs the ink out. And then my mom is like, hey, why is all, why are we going through like $300 worth of ink in a week and a half? And I'm the only person who uses the computer. It wasn't a very hard deduction to make that my mom's like, stop whacking up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, man, those were uh, those were good days being thirteen. All right, so what what about you, Keegan? Oh yeah, my my uh, my thirteenth year uh, was uh, I remember being in the eighth grade, leaving eighth grade. It was the last day of eighth grade, masturbating and... to a lot of inkjet photos. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I was doing that all throughout eighth grade, but on the last day in particularly, I was walking out of the school. And Scott Murga walks up to me and he goes, hey, dude, I heard you sing. And I was like, sure. And he's like, I want you to sing in my band. You got to come over and sing for us. And I was like, okay. And he gave me his address and he's like, have you ever heard Stairway to Heaven? And I lied and said yes. And he was like, okay, well, come over and you're going to sing Stairway to Heaven. And I learned Stairway to Heaven and after never fucking hearing it, like prior to this, man, you almost dodged a bullet. And I ended up in that band, uh, uh, singing with Scott Murga, and that was kind of history from there. I was in bands until my early twenties. Um, so yeah, "Stairway to Heaven" is my song this week. Uh, but we found a cool reggae. No, no, it was a metal a, cover. A metal, yeah, Chronic Zorn. Chronic Zorn, like corn, but with an X. Yeah. So we got Chronic Zorn coming up with Stairway to Heaven, CKY after that with Human Drive and Hi-Fi, and the Deftones with Street Carp. You're listening to the Moron Bros Show here at realpunkradio.com. Let's check it out. Ashes by the stairway to Avon. 
friends have seen the film a million times, a pocket full of dimes. And so unless it is for free, you'll spend the country on its heart to be intensified.
Street Carp, the Deftones there, CKY before that with the Human Drive and Hi-Fi, Chronic Zorn, almost making a terrible song sound good with Stairway to Heaven. It's It was pretty sick. We waited for the vocals to come in before we picked the song. And once the vocals came in, we were like, oh, yeah, this is yeah. this is." I was I was expecting like a... Like power metal? Yeah, like a total Ripper Owens, like Rob Halford, just high-pitched screaming kind of thing. And then it came in heavy, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. this yeah. is it. This yeah. is the stairway to heaven I want to be on. This is the escalator to heaven that I would like to ride Guys, it's that time of week. It is no longer time to wait. Here it is. Mbop to the top. Everybody's new favorite segment here on the Moron Bro Show. Each week, CJ is reading one page from Mbop to the top, an unauthorized biography by Jill Cox. I can hear from back in the day. Matthews. Uh, we are on page 34. If you want to hear the 35, if you want to hear the previous 34, Three pages. We did the math, Kyle. I think we're going to be doing this segment for another two years. <laughs> yeah. If we're going every single week. If we're going every single week. If we don't skip any weeks. We skip Which a lot we of will. Week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're going to be doing this segment for a while, but you will forever be enshrined on page 35 of Mbop to the Top. Uh, when we have our final uh, uh, edit of all the pages, you will be in the audiobook. Um. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Ah, if you want to check out 33 of the last 34 pages, you can go to our backlog on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, and one of those pages will also be on uh, a weird time recorded. Oh man, I totally was hoping you would have just blanked on the name. It would have been so fucking hilarious. We're like, uh, fuck. What's yeah? What podcast do What's I listen that to? Only every podcast single week? that we actually go on again. <laughs> All right. We got to remember that bit for later. Yeah. When they're on, I'll just forget the name of the podcast. That'll be perfect. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So we were uh, mid sentence. Once again, you got to go back if you want to know. Only the real ones do. As the place to hear live music, everything from classic rock to Cajun blues. Acts who play there get instant cool cachet? Catch it? C A C H E T. Not familiar with this one. I think that's cachet. Cachet. Okay. That's not I, how I learned how to spell it. I mean, hey, you know, I I'm not exactly sure what she's talking about, but I'm pretty sure she's talking about a venue that they're playing at. Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, because they were talking about like the big show they finally. No, got. Don't like, tell this, people they got to go back. I'm go just back. saying. I'm I'm contextualizing <laughs> this for me, not for them. <laughs> <laughs> They're 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 finally getting their big breaks and they're getting onto this into this bigger venue to actually like play a show, I think is where this is coming yeah. from. So okay, uh, where are we at here? Cachet intend to be taken seriously by entertainment press. Acts who play there, alas, are also also always over twenty one. The Blue Rose Cafe is very much a bar, and no one underage had ever been permitted to perform there. That's what they were talking about, the Blue Rose Cafe. I remember that. The Blue Rose Cafe the from Blue the Rose last Cafe. from the last page. So they're talking about they're gonna play at a bar as children. You know, we all know that band that had that drummer that was like 
19. I mean, I've been playing in bars since and I was he would 15, just have to He so. would just have to sneak in and out for the set, you know? They're like, all right, we'll let him in for the set. He's just out there sitting by the van the whole fucking night. Walker just needed them to play there because he was going to go get faced anyway. Yeah. That was the that was that was yeah. the plan. He's like, "Fuck this water park! They don't serve beer. I'm so, an oil man." <laughs> so, Kyle, to set this up, Walker Hansen, the the Hansen's father, he is an oil man. He works for an oil company. Uh, it's how that they they are pretty affluent. Um, their mother, what was her name? Uh, Karen. I mean, Diane Hansen. Diane. That, uh, Diane Hansen uh, was really like the band manager at this point. Uh, I'm the wife of an oil man. Exactly. She 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 is. This is all in the ages, I believe, of eleven to fourteen. Are the brothers are in in this <laughs> segment of the book? I already just to kind of give some context. I read at the beginning of this page. Yeah, I'm talking about the Blue Rose Cafe. How could you forget? Okay. Diana Hansen, world renowned. <laughs> Never fucking heard of her. <laughs> Diana Hansen, however, was a friend of the owner's family, and by summer of 95, her sons had gained a whole lot of musical cred all over town. All right, so Diana, Diane Hansen was going to get faced anyway, and she was like, okay. all right. Yeah, she's like, I need I'll my white wine it. spritzers. Right. You I've don't been... have to pay them anything. She's like, how can I manage this band? And Where are the drink tickets faced. for the band? He's like, ma'am, they're 11 years old. They still get fucking drink tickets. Where are they at? Yeah. The drink <laughs> tickets you're not giving them. Where did you put them? <laughs> <laughs> the idea of Ike, Taylor, and Zechariah, Zechariah appearing at the Blue Rose was broached. Eventually, a lot of, a lot of fancy words on this page for Jill Matthews. She's just using French. It's not fancy, CJ. Don't give her that. <laughs> Eventually, the restaurant's owner came up with an idea for how the boys could play there without breaking the age limit. Is Ike then, just... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Oh, we're start, we're you're about to, to describe to me what I was asking. I was okay. going to ask, how did, they, how did they broach that? And now you're about to explain. Yeah. Sorry. Here comes the broaching. As Ike described it on MTV News, because it was a bar, we really couldn't play inside. But there's a large wooden deck outside the restaurant where basically half the clientele sit and eat, especially during the summer. Just beyond that wooden deck was a parking lot area. And that's where it was. That's where it was decided Hanson could play. So that's a totally let's get this pit started Denny's situation for Hanson. Absolutely. They were playing in the parking lot. They were like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing, dude. She could get faced inside, not like be a mess in front yeah. of the boys. They do their thing. And then she drives I'm, them home. I'm sure one of the maids, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure one of the maids, you know, got them on and off stage and into the car. And yeah, she drove them home, of course. <laughs> Alex French. Manager of the Blue Rose. Explained. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. She's been using a bunch of French words. And, and no, this guy's name no, is Alex French. And this guy's name is French. This is not a coincidence. It's not it a coincidence. Be. She it was thinking be. about something while she was writing this page. It I bet be. Alex French is an attractive man. For sure. Or woman. Probably, who knows? I don't know Joe probably Matthews. Probably got a baby face if I know Joe Matthews. Probably. Alex French, manager of the Blue Rose, explains, We asked them to play around 6 p.m., which is several hours earlier than most of our acts go on. 
We'd never done anything like that before. Never had an underage band play. Plus, we never had a band play pop music like they did. Damn, now I'm thinking, like, this is a cool metal venue. <laughs> and then they're like, we're finally we're, we're having an outdoor show, and it's just going to be... This Whoa. this this is a preteen power pop band rules. Yeah. <laughs> it's like CBGB's on the inside. It's ninety five, like, so there's like dudes in full corpse makeup and shit. <laughs> but oh, they sounded like the Jackson Five, and everyone listening got into the fact that these kids were so young and putting <laughs> out such great music. They sounded actually really good. In fact, that. In fact, that what? What? Tune in have, next week to find out. you have to come back next week to Mbop to the Top to hear page 36. That's page 35. Kyle, thank you so much for joining us for page 35. Oh, my pleasure. Got. You now are one page uh, more knowledgeable about the band Hanson. We got about five pages left in chapter three. Chapter three, almost over. Like I said, we're at the, end, we're at the beginning of, or the end of the beginning. Would you guys okay. hold it against me if I skip to the ending, like of the book? Oh no, absolutely not! If you go uh, and read the book, go ahead. You're gonna miss the whole fuck bus era, though. Yeah, I think so. No, I don't think she gets there. I think she writes I think this, this book, book before comes the, out before the fuck bus era. I think this comes out right after the fucking song. I'm like, like I'm almost certain. Like the like, time like she writes up. the last page, puts out the book, and then steps onto the brand new bop fuck bus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, she wrote it on the bus. Yeah. Yeah, that Makes was her... Uh, what's that stupid movie where the guy, the writer's on the bus with the bands? Almost Famous. Yeah, that's her almost yeah. famous Her moment. almost famous moment <laughs> is when she... She was on Hanson's fuck bus. Committed a crime with Hanson. <laughs> anyway... Uh, that is Mbop to the Top, everybody's new favorite segment here at the Moron Bros Show. Uh, we have a guest... And he is in a band that rules. Me and CJ have been listening to him all week because obviously in preparation for this show, uh, we've been jamming out a bunch to him. So we would want to play a twofer of Saren anyway. But because we are a radio show and we're on Tuesday and you can't have a radio show on Tuesday without a twofer, here is our twofer Tuesday. Uh, here on the Moron Bro Show, we've got Saren. CJ, what songs do we got? But before you get to that, Kyle, do you got anything you guys want to plug for Saren? Uh, yeah, we got um, two shows coming up. Uh, one, it's at the D uh, in Gary uh, with um, on. the Miller Beach Performance Art Theater, yeah. 500 South Lake Street. Yep. And, uh, I do comedy there like every week. That's awesome. It's a good spot, man. So we're playing there with what? They're kicking off their tour. So it's us, uh, Hostages, Manifestations, and Blast Cap. It's going to be a fucking killer show. I haven't played there since the... We haven't played there since the, the pre-pandemic. Uh, that's uh, October 6th. And okay. Then, uh, after that, we have um, a record release show. For the new album is on December 9th at the Archer Ballroom. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Uh, got uh, Snuffed, uh, Porcupine, Shriveled Up, and Hopeless Voyage. It's going to be a fucking killer show. Uh, hell yeah. I, 
it holds the place holds like three hundred people. So let's fucking yeah. pack. Let's fucking party. Let's fucking fucking tear the roof down, man. Let's fucking let's fucking go. Yeah, you guys said you forward. you've been recording or you recorded everything like last year. Been ta- and it uh it came out. It's coming out November. You said. Uh well. So the release show is December ninth, and then we're gonna be dropping singles here shortly. Okay. Oh, we just dropped the whole. Um, album. I'm so antsy. I can't even finish mixing a song before I'm like, everybody has to hear this. I gotta start showing this to people. <laughs> yeah, we we've been sitting on it for a while, and um, we were actually trying to wait till like press it on vinyl, but the the factory's been so backed up, you know. Yeah. Just, Okay, we're just gonna release it anyways. So, um, yeah, we're just super psyched to let everybody hear it, and because we've been playing these songs now for like year, and right, uh, right. I used to actually have a fucking physical, or actually some, some actual people can actually hear it besides coming to our shows. So. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's awesome, As, especially too. What, what you have the opportunity to do now is you release the CD get everybody really into the new music and then you're like oh hey we also have a vinyl you know what i mean like you're like two sales because it's like oh man this is the new thing everybody's into vinyl now you you got you a vinyl guy boy hell yeah hell yeah it's been way cj's really into it i need to get my record player from your house by the way you should bring that into work uh i have a a massive polka collection of vinyl Really? That's my thing. I go to old people's garage sales and I buy them out on their polka music. <laughs> okay, I got a trivia question for you then. What was the name of John Candy's band in Home Alone? Oh, fuck, I don't remember. I don't remember at all. Marijuana affects the memory. You'd be Kenosha. the one to remember it, not me. Kenosha Kickers. Okay. Kenosha Kickers. Yeah. Kenosha kickers, don't you know? I haven't oh, watched man. that movie in a long time. Is there a kicker from Kenosha? That's, they do a they do a sick polka fest in Griffith at at the Central Park here every year. They got like dudes with tubas and shit. It's a good time. <laughs> that's now you know it's good polka. Yeah, no, if you don't see a tuba, you're wasting your time. <laughs> but I guess that's a bass player's perspective. All right. Uh, so Saren at D's and Gary on October 6th and then the other show is at the Archer Ballroom when? Uh, December 9th December 9th okay and that's the the record release show yes. where's the Archer Ballroom? um I believe it's on Archer um was it in Chicago? Chicago yeah nice well, that's the other play too to hold on to it for that long is like now you can have a nice big release show. Everything's not all pandemic'd up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember the last show we played before the thing was shut down was in uh, Pittsburgh. So, okay. And they were picking up momentum and then everything shut down. Now we're slowly getting it back up, you know, going on tours just got back from one uh east coast you know oh nice where'd you go uh like just ohio pittsburgh philly new york we played a fest uh there called necrofest oh hell yeah gotta be the move for heavier bands the east coast right 
Yeah, 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 dude. Like, uh, Saint Vi. We played Saint Vitus, which is like a huge, huge metal bar. It's like the metal bar spot in, in New York, and it was such a trip. You know, watching all my favorite bands play there, and then actually being up on that stage is just it's, it's magical. So, yeah, dude. Shit. Yeah. So yeah, those are the coolest feelings in the world. I do miss a good mini tour. It's a good time. My car is so set up yeah, for dude. it now, too, dude. I could that's live like, in my car. I might have like, to live in my car soon, but that's a different story. <laughs> that's like six, seven dates. That's not even a mini tour, man. They're fucking racking out. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like a solid vacation. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's how you, like, you know, how you approach it, man. It's just play rock and roll and fucking just see the country. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Have a goddamn blast. You're with your buddies. Yeah, Fucking eat all kinds of beef jerky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> eat all the worst food. You know? Yeah. I was going to say, our question for you, favorite gas station beef jerky, go. Oh, man. See, I don't have an answer for this question. I, I, I generally go with the Jack Links, but... Don't our brand, mean, when you're in Wisconsin, they got like those little jerkies that come with the cheese curds. It's like little smokies, I think they're called. Oh, oh, but I, I probably, I probably say Jack Links. Yeah, on that one, yeah. It's just oh, like the most consistent, because like sometimes you go with like some of the more off brands, and it's sometimes like... I'm feeling slutty, and I just want a Slim Jim. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, yeah, that'll happen, and I only have seventy five cents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got a two for Tuesday coming up here. A double Saren, one, three, one, two, followed by Laid to Waste. You're listening to the Morn Bros Show here at realpunkradio.com. Let's check it out.
Yeah. Punk is dead. Laid to waste one three one two before that a twofer of Saren. Yeah, you get all your riffage this week on the Moron Bros. That's for Dude, sure. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. We took a we took a week last week where we just did all like singer songwriter stuff, mm-hmm. and so now going heavy this week, bringing it back. Hey. Yeah, I think that's how I ended up picking Burt Baccarat for Death Pool, right? Yeah, because we went with singer songwriters, and you picked yeah. uh, you picked Burke Bacharach. I mean, do you want to just jump into it? Well, we might as well. All right, here we go. It's the last thing we do every single week here at the Moron Bro Show. It is our death pool. Uh, each week, we try to select somebody that we think is going to die between this show and the next. Uh, if we get it right, we will have a pizza party here on the radio show uh, to celebrate either their death or celebrate their life. Depends on who we picked. Um, as long as death is going to be a thing, you might as well get some pizza out of it because if you go to any of our social medias, you can make a selection of who you think is going to die between this show and the next, and you can get yourself a pizza on the Moron Bros. We still have not, I will continue to mention it every single week, we still have not made right with Rourke yet for getting his pizza, for selecting the queen, but we not will be doing that. I've forgotten about you, Rourke. There's just a lot of logistics involved in getting a pizza to a man in Japan. And we are incredibly lazy, but we will get you a pizza. And you knew that. You knew that getting into the time. This. Yeah, you knew time frames were going to be weird between here and Japan. But uh, we'll get... Remind we'll, me to play Professional Crastination when Rourke actually gets his pizza. Oh, yeah, that'll be a good pick. That'll be a good pick. But, CJ, who did we have last week for our selections? You had Burke Bacharach, but who did yep. I have? You had uh, King Charles III. King Charles III. Stress hasn't gotten to him yet. Not yet, but I think, I think it's coming. How long until he's completely bald, do you think? Is it like the presidency? Is the king is is king kingship like the presidency? Where like, well, I guess it's a, a lifetime appointment. So yeah, obviously they come out the other end looking a lot rougher. But yeah, I mean, like, do you think it like degenerates them physically? Because I, I mean, as far as I understand, they don't do anything. That's true. I don't know. It just seems stressful. Right. Well, he's got a cover for all them pedos. And he's already thinning out. That's true. All the pedos. You can't forget about all the pedos. Is he a pedo? I'm pretty sure he was on Epstein's plane. Probably. Uh, allegedly. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure we can't say any of that shit. Just declare it. <laughs> uh, cool. I mean, he looks like one to me. If, I'm just saying, if I seen King Charles III on Northwest Indiana mugshots... Cho Mowry is my first guess. That's that's my pick for guess the crimey, and yeah. I'm guessing a lot older. I'm actually a probably. Do you, does he look seventy four? You know what? He's seventy four. No, I wouldn't have said that. Okay. I wouldn't have said that. I don't think I would have guessed seventy four either. Yeah. I mean, I guess living in a palace does that. Yeah. <laughs> Just that's true. Throws the uh, the age range all off. But anyway, that brings us to this week. Kyle, our guest. Who do you think is going to die between this show and the next? I'm going to have to go with uh, Jimmy C, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter, former president. Former pick, I believe. I, yeah, I, he's I, definitely been picked before. I can't imagine he hasn't been on uh, been down our sights before. We missed, but hopefully Kyle gets it. Jimmy Carter, noted evil man. It would be a been. lot easier to get a pizza to Kyle. Oh, so much <laughs> I'll come back. 
Yeah, I was going to say, we we do also hold it. Or wait, are we still doing that rule? I mean, it's a pizza party. I want to get Rourke on. We need to get Rourke on the show anyway. There's no point. Well, no, I was saying that when somebody is a guest, if they pick somebody, it holds till the next time they're on. Yeah. Unless somebody else unless somebody else picks it. Okay, they can be dethroned. Right, because that's why Billy D didn't get it for the Queen because Rourke got okay, it. Okay. Fair enough. That that's what we'll that's what we're going with. So unless somebody else picks Jimmy <laughs> Carter specifically, you got Jimmy Carter till you come back on the show. Yeah. So if Jimmy Carter dies before the end of the year, we don't have somebody pick Jimmy Carter. Yeah. You got a pizza coming. It could happen, dude. You get, nail guns are squirrely tools, man. 98 years old, building houses. He's, he's got to fall off one eventually. He's fallen before yeah, when he was yeah. younger. <laughs> I mean, imagine his hips can't be in any better shape than mine are working all that construction. Right. And it gets cold wherever he's at. Well, he he's goes I- around. He goes around. He's in Iowa. Dude. He builds the he builds the homes where a home builder need be. Maybe, like after I Katrina, he was down in New Orleans building homes. I went down was there. He? Yeah, when I was working at the church, I went down there and did a little uh, habitating of humanity. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Oh, what's up? I said, does anybody the quality of these homes? I can't imagine if one. One old guy is building homes there. <laughs> they just, dude, it's like they have like a little, it's like the, it's like when you give a toddler like a fake phone, they just like set him up on like one of the spec houses and they're like, just do, dude, just do your thing all day, bud. Yeah. No, you, no, you knock it out. And then like the next day they all just go behind him and finish the house. Yeah. They get there like four hours early. <laughs> oh, Chip, you did such a great job. Oh my God. <laughs> you killed it. <laughs> Comes back the next day, they're like, "Man, look, you 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 did the whole house." That'd be great. Somebody's getting paid like eighty k a year just to gaslight Jimmy Carter, thinking <laughs> he's doing a good job. That's a government paying job. That's one hundred and fifty k easy. No, I believe that's a that's a non profit job. No, no, I'm saying just keeping Jimmy Carter busy is probably like. <laughs> <laughs> so, CJ, who do you got for this week? I'm going with um, uh, also ex-famous American ruler Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. I'm listening to the Blowback podcast right now about uh, the Iraq War. A lot of interesting tidbits of Dick Cheney in that podcast, if you can imagine. Yeah, he's a real, he's a real uh, monster. In fact, pu- puppeteer, if you will. Yeah. Uh, also, they... p- possible lizard person. Actually, no. Here's why I don't think he's a lizard person. Uh, lizard people generally don't undergo massive surgeries publicly. So I mean, you notice, just, to, just to, oh, if you notice, uh, like, like Joe Biden, right? He had to go through a procedure not too long ago. I want to see his teeth. But like, or he was like sick or didn't feel well a long time ago. Know. That's Those a man. Like dude. lizard teeth. To me. That's a man. Have you ever seen, have you ever seen the pictures of Dick Cheney's dong? What? No. This man is packing a hammer, dude. Believe it or not. Look it up. It, he's got a picture okay, of him. Okay, those are human teeth. I'll give it to you. He's got a picture of him sitting down, and he's got, like, dress slacks on, and he's, like, it looks like he's getting ready to stand up. And, like, it's a just outline, and you're like, God damn. No wonder he's got the confidence, like, that he does. 
only Fuck. wears gray sweatshorts at home. I bet, dude. If you're listening to this, look up Dick Cheney's hog. It's crazy. You do two I things. Was, I did not time. want that picture to look like what it looked like. And I was like, God damn it. Because, <laughs> you know, you you hope that horrible people don't have hammers like you just yeah. really hope like every time i see like a horrible person who's like rich and powerful i'm like i hope that that guy like jeffrey epstein light bulb shaped penis finally or uh famously that's great he's a horrible man he deserved to have terribly mangled genitalia but like i mean dick that's cheney... that's all in the eye of the beholder right stop it nope we're not going that route dick cheney <laughs> terrible man does does not deserve the hammer he was given. Okay, sorry. Big dick. <laughs> a, big dick. Well, it's, it's it's your turn to uh big dick with a big dick. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's your turn to make a pick there, Keegan. Oh, it's my turn. My turn to make a pick. Uh well, I've, I I made this declaration to CJ before the uh segment started, but I'll make it again. I'm just going to go with Henry Kissinger every other week. So this week, Henry Kissinger. Next week, Maybe a jokey joke pick, you know, who knows. But week after that, Henry Kissinger again. So unless you guys steal him from me, uh, Henry Kissinger is my pick for this week and probably two weeks from now. So Yeah, so go to uh, allmylinks slash the Moron Bro Show, allmylinks.com yep. slash the Moron Bro Show. Yeah, get check on our us social out medias, get your votes in for Death Pool, send us a picture of your poop. We will guess what you ate. For science. Uh, Saren, what are your guys' plugs? You got plugs, uh, social medias, uh, Saren NWI, I think, on Instagram? Yes, and then uh, Saren, just um, Facebook. Okay. I believe we have a Twitter. But oh, I'm they got not... a link tree. Yeah, try that. Okay. <laughs> link tree slash Saren NWI. Check them out. Make sure to check out all their music. They got a new album coming out. Uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I can't wait to hear it. I'm excited for everybody to hear it. It's fucking. Uh, Remember to um, endlessly berate me with invites to the record release show, and I will go. I will just keep forgetting. I will. I'm trying to get as many people to pack it out. Have a fucking jam. Have a fucking ball, man. For sure. December 9th at the Archer Ballroom. Saren is releasing their record. If you're in the Chicago area or for some reason you want to leave your area and come see the Moron Bros, uh, that's where you'll find us. Yeah, it's early December, so you're not going to be snowed in yet. So, no excuse. I mean, dude, the way things are going, it could still be summertime. Oh, yeah. So you get no excuse. All right. Two more songs coming up next. Uh, October 6th at D's, December 9th. At the Archer's Ballroom, we talked about uh, December 9th, you'll be playing with Snuffed. We got Flock coming up. October 6th, you'll be playing with What? We got them with Punk is Dead. You're listening to the Moron Bro Show here at realpunkradio.com. I'm CJ. I'm Keegan. I'm Kyle. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan.